A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the UK Film Review Podcast. My name is Chris Olsen and I'm your host this evening and joining me tonight is fellow critic Jason. Hello Jason. Hello. How are you sir? I'm just fine, thank you. Yep, Fantastic. doing great. Looking forward to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we've got a lot of films to get through tonight. Um, so this episode is a special edition for the festival that we just had, the UK Film Review Festival 2021, which took place um, in November. And we had a, an amazing selection of films, which we showcased via UK Film Channel. And this episode is going to be focused on two of the categories which were shown. And we're also going to announce the winner's um for each category so without much further ado because we do have quite a few films to get through um we're gonna start with best comedy film so first up on my list for best comedy film is the movie chimpsters and chimpsters is the story inside a a coffee shop where we have a very pernickety um customer who is ordering all sorts of things from the barista, who is doing very well to accommodate him. Um, You know, there's lots of different ideas uh, that he wants to put in his coffee. And I found it very funny, lots of of jaunty music. um, And, you know, there was some... uh, (laughs) There was something about, like, where he asked, like, oh, he wanted... Like chimps or something, like listening to Coldplay or something like that. And it was just really clever little script, um, lots of funny moments. It was really short. It was only about three or like maybe a sort of three or four minutes, I think. Um, Jason, what did you think of Chimpsters? Chimpsters, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it was a great film. Uh, I love the dialogue in it. You know, the guy goes into the coffee shop and he wants some very specific milk, one but one <laughs> yeah. that been been. Uh, prepared by a specific kind of chimp in a very specific kind of way you know it's, it's really as you know the more the, st- the more that the dialogue goes on the better the better it gets you know you know you're like what a nurse yeah, yeah it was a good laugh 
Definitely. Yeah, I think that was it. it. It increased as it went along. I think it got obviously more and more uh, bizarre and absurd. And I think it worked. Yeah, it works really well as a short little piece. Um, yeah, it was it was genuinely funny. Um, <laughs> next up was Life's a Show. So this is where we have um, an actor who's trying to get his life together and he decides to hire a director um, to basically make his decisions for him, which actually was a really interesting perspective. And a lot of it was done via Zoom, um, you know, these sort of Zoom mm. takes and things. So I'm guessing it might have been like a lockdown production. Um, and, you know, he, they do sort of things where he tells him to pour in more coffee or to mm. stop peeing because <laughs> he's mm. urinating for too long. Uh, what did you think of Life's a Show, Jason? Yeah, that was another another clever film, another funny film. Uh, was, yeah, yeah, I really like, I really enjoyed the performance of the main character. Yes, and I, and I like the story too. Just yeah, rather interesting plot, I see, unusual plot. Yeah, I thought it made mm. uh, good use of what it could. Like the production quality was really high, actually. Mm. It's quite charming. There were mm. some moments that were pretty creepy, where the like director was asking him to spread the butter thicker. He's going mm. spread it thicker, thicker, and it was a bit mm. like, oh, this is getting a bit strange. Um, and it, you know, it made an interesting point about you know being validated rather than being directed, and I, I liked it. Um, yeah, it was. Again, it had some really funny moments, but I was impressed with the production qualities of that one, considering it did have a, a lockdown kind of style to it. Um, the third film within the best comedy uh, category was Swingers, um, which actually is a proof of concept short. I think they're trying to make a feature length of this, and it's where you've got two couples competing in a mini golf competition. One's an English couple, I think one's a Russian couple, um and they're obviously just at each other's <laughs> throats on a mini golf course which mm. was fun uh there was a lot of over top kind of performances it was a little bit childish i found mm. some of the dialogue but generally it was quite sort of good natured um i liked it more once the golf started once they actually started getting more into the, the action and there was like a mm. montage of them playing golf it felt more um you know engaging uh what did you think uh jason yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, I love that film. It's, you know, it's very, you know, it's very humorous. I think seeing these adults behaving like children, verbally insulting each other, and then, yeah. then behaving like Tom and Jerry trying to sabotage each other's performance. It, it, it was a good laugh, and I, I like the yeah. music too, the jazz music. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that bit for me was the best because it it really worked to sort of create uh, a nice atmosphere and you really pulled you into the comedy and the, the plot that was sort of unfolding whether it would work as a feature length i'm not sure but i'd certainly give it a go because i did find uh, quite a bit of it funny i particularly uh, just want to give a shout out to the judge <laughs> the one who's doing the judging of the two couples like he was really great like this uh, exasperated character I, I found him quite funny um the last one is untitled earth sim 64 not the uh, easiest title to roll off the tongue. Um, mm. But this had a kind of matrixy feel of a character that was like glitching out, had found out that it was a, you know, a sim. Um, I really like this one. I thought the central performance was great. Really, you know, she's very funny, very believable. Um, the visual effects I thought were great. Very high uh, standard to the visual effects and some really good cinematography as well. And it had a quite a sort of... Um, for me, it was a good sweary one. Like she was sweary, and she sort of seemed a bit more real. 
And it was kind of like The Matrix meets Truman Show. That's what I wrote down in my notes. It was like, The Matrix meets Truman Show. She sort of realizes that she's in The Matrix. And yeah, for me, it was just a, a really fun film, well executed. I would definitely watch a feature length version of that. I thought that was great. Um, what did you think of uh, Untitled Earth Sim 64, Jason? Yeah, that was a <clears throat> that was quite a rise. I, I like I really liked the the actress in it. I think she played her part very well. I think she was she, she was very entertaining, and yeah, and the story was rather as, as you said, like the Matrix. Was was yeah, I wasn't yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. Um, so those are our four um, entries within the best comedy film. We're going to announce the winner uh, for that category at the end of the show, along with the best short film. And that's what we're going to move on to now, is the best short film category. Now, there is a lot to get through here, guys, so do bear with us. But there's some amazing movies here. Um, I am making my way through these um, as best we can. So let's start from the top, which was Four Queens on my list. And um, this is the story of um, this, I want to say gangster, but gangster maybe feels a little bit um, too genre for this film. And the character turns up to a poker game and there's lots of um, dodgy characters there, shall we say. And there is an uh, ulterior motive for him joining this um, poker game, um, which is headed up by a couple of crime bosses. Um, I found it really high stakes, great, uh, well filmed. The dialogue was a little on the nose. It was very kind of gangster sort of 101, but the visuals I found really stylish. I found it uh, really engaging. And yeah, I just thought Four Queens was, was great. What about you, Jason? Yeah, uh, yeah that, that was a great film, you know, very, very uh, it reminded me of the poker scene from uh, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it has great. It has very interesting characters in it. I think the script was very good, and and I was I like the use of slow motion it has in it too. Yeah, very... that was that was used well actually. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm not always a big fan of slow mo, but it did work with that film because it kind of it lent into the the stylish nature of the aesthetic. Yeah, really, really good. Um, okay, moving on to A Good Home. So with this one, it's uh, the story of um, a boy looking to run away and his estranged sister comes back to visit. But there's obviously high tension and a palpable atmosphere within the home. The mum and dad are there. Um, I thought it was a really good film, well made. It had a, a nice sort of stirring quality to it. Um, it really sort of made you want to learn more about this family's backstory what was going on um there was like a classical score in the background which suited the tone really really well um one thing i would say with this one and this is interesting when you're looking at the best shorts is i found it to be more like a small piece of a bigger film it didn't really work for me as a short it was there was too much left unanswered how did you feel about that uh jason yeah, interesting point, sir. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you on that one. But, but it's, a, it's a good film, I'd say. It's very, very well acted. There's a lot of drama in it. It's about this boy who gets beaten up on vi- and then and it is filmed on video and he plans to run away and his, his sister tries to tries to comfort him. And it's about family, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it had a real strong element of that and it, it delivered it really well. Like I said, I'm not mm-hmm. at all criticising it 
for quality or anything like that. But what I would say is a short film, it didn't work for me because I think I wanted to know too much uh, more about what was going on, um, which, you know, if they get a feature out, I will happily watch that. Um, okay, the next one is a, a phenomenal film. I really enjoyed this, uh, Cassandra. Um, and I'm going to avoid talking too much about the plot on this one because it's really is a you must sort of see it to to feel it. I don't want to give away too much for this one because yeah, I thought it was uh, brilliant. Um, but it's it's got a crime feeling to it. Um, there's sort of murders that go on, and there's a child. It had a bit of a a monster calls vibe for me. Um, really great though. Um, what did you think of Cassandra? Yeah, Cassandra does. That was that was quite a film. I mean, very 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 good quality films. The acting was great, and the plot is definitely engaging. I say very intriguing. Yeah, I love Cassandra. I thought that was great. Um, like I said, it's, it's kind of a hard one to chat about because I don't want to give away the plot. Um, but I, yeah, I thought that was a really standout film for me. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's a horror film, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely got horror elements, but there's something that happens halfway through the film that I just don't want to give away. So yeah, definitely no, no check worries. it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Um, okay, the next film was Darling Girl, um, which was the story of Ada. She wants to be a performer, um, but seems to be sort of channeling a bit of rage at home. And yeah, there's obviously some sort of drama going on. Um, this one felt a little bit more amateur, if I'm honest. Um, I did enjoy it. There were certain bits of it which I thought were good. The audition scene was really good where she's sort of acting on stage, but I did feel there was quite a bit lacking in this one. Um, what did you think of Darling Girl, Jason? No, it's a, it's a rather dramatic film. It's about this girl who has this audition and she doesn't get along well with her, with her mother, so she, you know. She does have an unstable relationship with her. She ignores her, and you know, I like I like the part of the theater. You know, when she gives her audition, she is that is very good, a very good performance, I'd say. Yeah, but it, it's a good film. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, the next one was, um, I think one of we only had a, several um, animated films, and this is from Bello Papello, who um, he submitted a film last year and has submitted Dystopia this year. And it's got his visual style all over it. It's absolutely uh, stunning and beautifully uh, created and crafted. It's um, got lots of different visuals and it's more of a, an abstract piece. You know, you can kind of take a lot of it from your own um, feelings and thoughts as to what's being presented. Uh, certain scenes like factories making armed robots and, fl- uh, and things like that. I thought the sound design was really cool. The music really, um, really, really worked. The only thing I did feel with this one um, was that it was a bit repetitive and I didn't get that from his previous film. With this, it did feel that some of it was like, oh, okay, I was waiting for the next scene. Um, how about you for Dystopia? Yeah, I agree with the repetitive part. I mean, it's the same scene again, again, those robots, you know, uh, being manufactured and taking their weapons and then they end up getting books again and again. They start talking gibberish, but generally, it's a, it's a very. I think it was a very nice sci-fi project. The things that I mentioned was great, and so was the sound effect, as you said. And I like the opera music too. Yeah, but I, I'm not trying. To, I had. I was struggling to understand what's um what's the message was though. Could you understand yeah. the message? Well, for me, it was very much this kind of like 
um, it did feel industrial. It was like how we're all part of this machine and the machine eventually ends up kind of becoming weaponized and violent. And yeah, as I said, I think it, there is, there's artistic merit there and I'm sure there is plenty of stuff which the filmmaker was trying to say. Um, but for me, maybe I'm just a bit, <laughs> a bit hard head, hard headed with this stuff and it didn't quite sit with me. But as I said, um, I, I appreciated the filmmaking. I thought it was really good, but I just don't think it landed in the same way that his piece last year did. I'm, I'm failing to remember the name of the film from last year, but it was Shadowland. Um, Shadowland. That's it. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was really good. I really liked yeah. that. Yeah. Um, definitely. Check. I mean, this is worth checking out. Um, but if you're going to check out one of them, it would be Shadowland. Um, okay. Uh, Führer's Fate was next. Um, and I really enjoyed this. Um, it's set in this kind of Nazi war room or like kind of, yeah, a high, uh, high ranking officials room. And they're waiting for you know, the opportunity to potentially take out um, Adolf Hitler. But there's lots of this kind of chatting between them. It's really, really tense. And you work, work out that um, not everyone's who they say they are because you're trying to work out who this young man is that's you know, got so much bravado and in front of this high-ranking uh, Nazi. Um, really tense all the way through. There's a great foreboding kind of score that really brought you into this, and it felt gripping, as a lot of war kind of dramas do. Um, there's a few little bits of comedy thrown in. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a really great use of a simple location. They didn't do a you know, try and do a lot in one place um, or lots of places. It was just kind of making use of what was there. Um, but yeah, I found it um, a really interesting little story. How about you? Yeah, I really like some mise-en-scene in that film. I think they mm. it successfully brings you back to the to the World World, World War II era. I think the costumes were great. The weapons look very realistic to me. And, and the story was rather rather interesting. And as, and it was rather, I found it rather tense as well. And I like and I like the 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 closing credits credit as well. Yeah, yeah, they were really cool. Um, yeah, so that film was Furious Fate, really, really good. Um, the next one is Happy Gals. Now, this is about a selling a diet um, pill to women, and the sort of saleswoman woman doing the phone calls, and she seems really sort of heartless when she's doing it until she's faced with a pregnant woman looking to lose weight uh, and suddenly it kind of hits home the, the nature of what she's trying to do and um, you know, the impact that that would have on real people. I, I, I like this film. I thought it had a really good use of, um, again, mise-en-scene, the, the use of the white and the red were these sort of um, really strong characteristics used throughout the scenes. Um, obviously, yeah, lots of powerful themes about uh, modern society and the the importance we put on looking good. Did you like uh, Happy Girls, Jason? Well, I'm not sure if I liked it, but it was. I think it was an interesting piece piece of work. Uh, I think uh, she gave a good performance, and I think that the film is trying to give a message about why people diet, choose to diet. I think how important how important it is to look good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this was quite a popular one at the festival. It was one of the one few films that did sell sort of quite a lot of individual tickets. So um, yeah, I hope people who attended the festival enjoyed that one. Um, 
The next one from filmmaker Philip Brocklehurst, um, who is a big fan of the site. I know he uh, submits all his films to the site. So hi, Phil, if you're watch, uh, if you're listening, um, was Haunter. Now this was a, a really kind of um, eerie, low budget horror. Again, I could imagine this was maybe a lockdown film, mm. um, but I found it quite spooky and quite. It had this sort of um, paranormal activity or. Blair Witchy kind of feel to it. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it worked really well. Good, great use of space again. Um, I did think it was slightly ruined by the use of the dialogue. I didn't want the dialogue. I thought it worked really well as a silent piece. Um, but when the dialogue hit, I thought, oh, okay. But other than that, yeah, Haunter, I, I thought that was really great. What about you? I like that one. I've There's a guy in this house and objects start moving by themselves doors, chairs, and cupboards, and I think it was done very well. It looked realistic to me. Mm. Yes, I enjoyed the film. I, a n- nice, good little horror film. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely check it out if you get a chance, mm. uh, listeners. Um, the next one was Highly Competent Killers, and again, mm. um, I think a lockdown effort. It seemed like they maybe were doing this because it's like all in one space. It looked like maybe someone's home, and it's the story of a guy playing lots and lots of different hitmen. Um, he's running, running a business. And the all of the performances are done by the same uh, actor with lots of different accents. There's plenty of different accents and lots of different kind of sort of genre cliches. Um, I did like it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was impressive. Um, but I thought it was also quite forgettable. Uh, I watched it and thought, okay, yeah, I can't imagine this going much further. Than, it's like a sketch, really. It felt like a sketch out of a bigger comedy show. What about you, Jason? Yeah, I think it was a very fun film, you know. I mm. like the I like the main actor and I, I like the performances too. I like the way he interviews one bad guy after the other. Mm. I think it was very interesting. Each of them with their own attitude and their own back backstories. Yeah. I I definitely yeah, I really liked the film. It was filmed in black and white too. Yes, which actually worked quite well to give it this sort of like um classic uh gangster crime kind of vibe yeah that did work um the next film is a really really good film uh incident millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. At school, which focuses on a school shooting, and there's a woman hiding out in an auditorium. And she's sort of crouched by the chairs, making phone calls to anyone that might pick up. Um, 
she also tries to get into a cupboard, but someone pushes her out because she won't let her in. And then a lot of the film is essentially just her face reacting to the sounds of shooting and things in the hallways. Um, yeah, absolutely incredible. What an amazing film. Really powerful. So um, poignant as well, given the um, rise of uh, incidences like this, especially in the US. Um I thought the central performance was great. She really held the screen well. Um, and then you also get this uh, additional subplot about her bad relationship with her mum because her mum won't take her call and but is just too busy. Um, I thought that was an interesting way of just adding a bit of depth to the character. Um, and also, one of my favourite things about scary films are the ones that don't show you what's happening. And I think that this works on that so well because you're just hearing the noises of what's happening and that is utterly terrifying. It was really scary to watch this film. Um, what did you think of Incident at School, Jason? I thought it was a fantastic film. I reviewed it and I gave it five stars. You know, in, in 20 minutes, it's, it, has, it says it has so much. Mm. You know, it's basically the student, this female student and... She's at university and there's a shooting going on and she hides in that that room, the lecture room, sorry, and she hides between and most of the film most of the film is basically a long take that consists of her being hiding between the seat rows and you know the way the camera's been placed her it's like we're hiding with her. Mm. And this this yeah. film basically I'd say uh, relies heavily on her performance in order to have a, to have a story. You know, the way she, she communicates with her with her loved ones by phone and the way she reacts to the danger that's happening around her, the chaos. You can, we can hear the shootings, but we never see the shooter. I think it's a very, very well-made film and very with a, with a fantastic performance by the main character. Yeah, 100% agree. Really, really good. Um, the next film is directed by Hope Madden, who, um, if anyone knows, she actually writes for UK Film Review, um, and as do some of her cohorts at, at Mad Wolf. Um, so her short film, again, returning for a second year with a new film. This one was called Obstacle Corpse. And you heard that right. I haven't missaid that. Obstacle Corpse, um, which is kind of like a Tough Mudder style event but gets quite psychotic where there's sort of maybe uh, almost like a hunger games feel to it. Um, and I know for a fact they are planning on making this into a feature. And I, for one would find this absolutely incredible to watch as a feature. Um, I could really see that work um, fleshing it out more um, as it is though. This is a really fun short. The lead is perfectly great. Like really um, fun, but you're a little bit scared about what she's going to do next. The dialogue I found really um, believable and there's lots of sort of swearing and it felt uh, honest. Um, yeah, no, for me, I, I like this one. I found it fun. Uh, how about you uh, on Obstacle course, uh, Corpse, Jason? Uh, yeah, certainly was interesting. I think that the woman gave a good performance. It was interesting. I can't say it made me go wow, but you know, it, it was, I'd say it was, it was okay. Yeah, fantastic. Um, not too much enthusiasm there, but, you know, enough. Um, okay, so the next film uh, that we're going to review is Playgrounds that I absolutely loved. I found this brilliant. Um, it's the story. It's all kind of like an animated um, movie, but it's within a kid's bedroom and all the toys are kind of, sort of coming to life. Um, but there's also like arguing voices that you can sort of hear downstairs. 
really loved this film. I thought it was beautifully designed. It actually kind of um, gave me tingles. I, I was so engrossed, really, really was. Um, there's some amazing camera movement moments. I remember there was a bit where the camera sort of sweeps back on Godzilla and the soldiers like sort of fighting. And I thought that was brilliantly done. Um, there's no central character. So I think it's sort of maybe playing on ideas of childhood um, and also escapism about how you know, maybe you know, if you've got a harder home life, that these are the ways that you did or were able to escape. Um, yeah, Playgrounds, I just thought was brilliant. What about you, Jason? Yeah, that, that was fantastic. I mean, in four minutes, it does so much. It's, mm. it's terrific. It's, I thought Janet Mitchell was beautiful and the sound effects were great. And I love the electronic music too. And it's basically like it takes place inside the room, as you said. And it's got like you see the Mega Drive being, yeah. you know, the controllers being uh, being played by themselves, I guess, just floating in the air. So that was really cool. And you have the soldiers, you have Godzilla, you have mm. characters from He Man, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just fighting each other. And yes, so, fortunately. Unfortunately, it ends, <laughs> but, it's, but, yeah. it's, but it's quite all right. Oh, so, absolutely, I was like, I could watch this for at least another hour. I was like, this was amazing. Um, so that was Playgrounds, yeah, definitely check that out, uh, guys, if you can find it. Um, the next film is Stick Up, which was the story of a convenience store in America being robbed, but it's being robbed by multiple people at the same time. Um, really funny, really good characters. There's lots of these sort of like unique twists and turns in the story and you never quite know where it's going um and it all kind of takes place within this one convenience store it just was brilliant um it had a sort of attitude to it it was kind of a bit like kick-ass it reminded me of kick-ass for some reason um but i found it a lot of fun i really enjoyed stick up i thought it was great uh what about you jason mm, yeah yeah i love that film <laughs> i thought the performance is very entertaining i think the actors were having a lot of fun doing it and I like I like the story too, and there's shooting as well. No, it's, it's generally it's a very fun film, you know. It offers offers ten or fifteen minutes of great entertainment. Very well made film. So that was a stick up. Um, the next film was arguably the shortest film I think of the whole um, whole piece uh, whole festival, which was Strike Team Justice, uh, which is uh, it's a fun movie. It's showing a bunch of kids they're making a film. Uh, but it actually turns out to be two guys that are planning a film, um, which I'm not sure about spoilers, but it's a two-minute film, so there's not much I can say otherwise. Um, really creative. There's lots of sort of great um, behind-the-scenes shots, and this sort of reveals the silliness of their superhero story. Uh, it was quite fast, I thought, um, a little bit hard to keep up with, but I think that's all part of that sort of young, energetic energy that was meant to be sort of being shown. Um, I definitely would love to have seen a longer version of this that was maybe a bit slower and you know more um, easy, easier to keep up with. What did you think of uh, Strike Team Justice, Jason? Yeah, it's it's only two minutes long, as you said, but it's quite a ride, and it. I think the editing was very very creative, and I think the film basically is those children making a film about superheroes, and I think it it it's, what it does is pay homage to the superhero films, and I think it does it very well. Mm. It's, it's a two minutes of fun yeah, yeah definitely yeah. you can easily find time for that one um, next up was The Flying Fish now this was really bizarre again um, one of our animated films 
Um, but I found it very striking. The visuals were amazing. So many brilliant uh, set pieces and a great sound design that was sort of um, had been put together. There's a few sort of sci-fi elements in there. I think there was like a galaxy and stuff like that. There was symbolism, I'm sure, absolutely galore for things that, you know, if you want to read uh, to the hidden depths of that. Um, and yeah, for me, the only thing I did find with this one, I think I felt it was a little bit too long. Uh, I think the idea would have been stronger if it had been sort of more condensed. It, as it is, it kind of went on quite long and I sort of got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm not sure how much more of these crazy visuals I can take in. But um, what do you think of the flying fish, Jason? Yeah, I found that film uh, quite mesmerizing. I thought the uh, visuals were fantastic. I thought the uh, images were were very uh, captivating. We have like spheres, a large head, space. Yeah. Greek mythology, skeletons, and the and the, and the electronic music and the dynamic score. I think it, it it's quite an experience watching it. It's very 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 well made short film. Okay, fantastic. Um, next up was the Lennox report, um, where a woman starts a relationship with a coworker again via Zoom. So we've had a few Zoom based sort of films this year. Um, and they start to have this sort of blossoming romance, which is really nice. Um, it also has a, quite a lot of big themes in there to do with race and gender and identity, which were brilliantly explored, I thought. And it also was a good use of Zoom because it wasn't constantly on Zoom. They Every now and then they broke out of that kind of um, screen or that grid and it went to a more kind of natural shot. And I thought that was good by having a bit more of a mix. The couple had great chemistry, I thought. Um but there was a section where one of her friends goes on like an emotional rant about societal changes. And I thought that was amazing. That stole the whole show for me. And I thought it was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. We've oh. forgotten about the central characters here because this, this scene-stealing performance has happened. But other than that, yeah, I thought the Lennox report was great. Um, what did you think, Jason? Yeah, yeah so, 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 yep. I think the story was rather interesting. I think so, I like the way it was made through Zoom, as you said. And I think the performances were very strong. And I think the characters were fairly well, were well explored, I'd say. I definitely approve of it, that film. Fantastic. Um, next up was another of the horror entries uh, from the short. So, When the Tar Leaked Red. Um, this was a horror film with a, where a woman's in bed and a ghoul comes out of the floor. Had an interesting aspect ratio on this one. Um, but I, I can't say I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I found it a bit too dark uh like physically dark i couldn't really see what was going on um some of the makeup and the effects on the demon were really cool i did like that um but yeah for me i think it needed more development um it was just too a little bit sort of underdeveloped for me uh what did you think of that one jason yeah that, that film was uh, rather terrifying it's hard to sleep hard to sleep again with the lights off but yeah i think the, i think the demon was you know that monster whatever it was it was terrifying terrifying things the makeup the makeup effects were great but yes <clears throat> I, I definitely yeah definitely stands out because it's you know qu- rather frightening when it, when that monster appears it, you're like what on earth <laughs> yeah but i wasn't sure about the story though what exactly was going on? No, like I said, I think it needed to be developed a bit further. Yeah. Um, the next one up, uh, another really good entry within. Um, so it's man's telling the story 
of his daughter who gets hit by a car on holiday. And yeah, really emotional piece. Um, a great central performance by the, by the dad. Um, and I love the way that they were intercutting the interview with the holiday footage. That worked so well. It really felt um, so poignant and tragic. Um, there is a, a really cool twist at the end, but I'm not going to sort of spoil that. Um, but I, I thought Within was a great movie, really, uh, really powerful and, and emotional. Do you like that one, Jason? Oh, yeah, yeah, that film was, yeah, I was so moved when I first saw that film. It just, you know, this man talking about the, losing his daughter on holiday, that's, that's so devastating. I mean, yes, it is a very, very sad film, but also a powerful film because I think that's the end and also shows that maybe in a way his daughter isn't completely gone. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Sort of going, yeah, without the final giving too spoilers, yeah. That, yes. that, I think that is, yeah, definitely. So, I, saw, I thought that was, that, was, that was beautiful. Absolutely. It's a real, a real tearjerker. Oh, yeah. Um, now, the movie was uh, Dear John, I'm Sorry. And this is uh, the neighbor who leaves a letter saying that she's going to commit suicide with her dying husband and she's just thanking him for being so lovely to them over the years. And this was a really sort of tender and moving film about euthanasia and you know, some of the interesting points about, you know, love thy neighbor and, and stuff like that and how as society, maybe we don't get too involved with people, but actually if we were to, there's so many things in there, so many pieces of life that go on. I really like the piano score in this. Um, but one thing I didn't like with this one was that the camera kept zooming every so often. I didn't think that it needed that. I think it needed more of a, a lighter touch, but that was just a small note that I made. Other than that, I found it quite a sort of um, striking piece. What about you? Oh, yeah, that film was heartbreaking and beautiful. Mm. It shows... As you said, this couple decided that they don't want to live with each other and they decide to leave the world together. No, it really is a very, very, very moving story. And yes, I was quite moved by it. I liked the, the music too. Mm. So it was the piano music was very well done. And it's a, it's a film that really touches your heart, I think. That's what it did to me. Very, Absolutely. Yes. Very powerful film. Okay. Um, the next one was Learning to Walk Again. Um, so this is uh, sort of man and wife arguing about that she wants to be nearer to her family and he doesn't want to uproot from where they are. Um, I like the sort of scenes where he was walking by the river and she's in the fields. It felt really sort of picturesque. But generally I felt this film really felt like a trailer. It felt like a trailer for a big film. And I thought I just didn't get enough of the the plot and the characters and the story for me to be fully immersed. I wanted to be more involved and I, I didn't really get that. Um, what did you think, Jason? Yes, I agree with you. There isn't much, in, there isn't much narrative, no, but uh, I think it was very well made. I think the acting was very well. I think the arguing was, you know, rather emotional. It's basically about showing the end of our relationship. I think it does work on, on some levels, and it certainly was um, interesting, but um, I, I found that I wanted more, definitely, from that. Um, okay, the last one, the last one in the category was Why We Are Unhappy in Cities, 
which was story of this guy who's trying to get his lighter fixed because his um his his uh, girlfriend sort of throws it out the window and then I think he loses his girlfriend as well. Um, it felt a bit disjointed this one, but some funny moments. There was some good stuff. I really like the bit um, where there was sort of pram being pushed into the street because he's sort of chasing after a car who's uh, the driver's got his lighter. And um, yeah, there's some good drone shots in this one um, where the sort of drones sort of flew up into the air and some good visuals and stuff. Um, but generally, I just found it slightly chaotic. I, I think I wanted a bit more of a coherent storyline for this one. But anyway, what did you think of uh, why we are unhappy in cities? Yeah, it has kind of an unusual plot. There's this young man who is obsessed with his lighter, is really attached to it, and he it gets broken and he really wants to have it fixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the story also follows his girlfriend as she leaves him and begins to go her own way. Yeah, it's, it's an unusual story, and he basically her trying to find a way and him trying to take care of his lighter. I'm not I'm not sure what the message was though exactly. That people sometimes maybe it's because that people sometimes become too attached to sins. Yeah, can't let it go. Yeah, so um that's all of the films um within the two categories that we're looking at tonight. Um just want to say a big thank you to all the filmmakers who've submitted this year. They were an amazing selection. Even, you know, what what was interesting was that when all the judges and all the reviewers and everyone who has been looking at all these films from UK Film Review, uh, everyone had different favourites, pretty much, um, uh, for most categories anyway. And everyone certainly liked different aspects about different films because there was just such a great different uh, variety to what was on offer. So, yeah, I just want to say a big thank you to all the amazing creatives out there. Um but the time has come to announce the winners. So we'll start with best comedy film. And the winner was based on everyone who saw the film from the site and everyone who sort of reviewed it, Untitled Earth Sim 64. So congratulations to the filmmakers there. Um, you were the winner for best comedy film and we will be in touch regarding your award, um, which was yeah, I mean, I know, Jason, maybe that wasn't your favourite film. I certainly really liked it. I thought it was great. Um, but, yeah, a good concept, and I'd really like to see if they do make that into a feature. Um, okay, so next up, the big one. The big one, which is best short film. Now, there was incredibly <laughs> you know, hot competition for this one. Um, I want to give some sort of special mentions to Playgrounds. I want to give a special mention to Cassandra because I think those two films were hugely standout films. But the winner of the best short film category was Incident at School. Um, you may have noticed from both mine and Jason's tone when reviewing that film that it is just absolutely phenomenal. It's such remarkable filmmaking. Uh, it's so engrossing, an amazing movie. Uh, do you think it's a worthy winner, Jason? Yes, definitely. I'm very glad it won it. Yep. All your all the there was a tough decision for me. You know, mm. Because all the films were in this in this festival this year's festival were fantastic, but this one is should be the winner. Oh, yeah, it just this was actually agreed, uh, you know, between uh, most judges that this was the best um, short film. But yeah, as I said, special mention to to a few others, and also to all of the films. Really, everything every film that got selected was of a, a really high standard. So yeah, um, 
amazing and it's been so much fun i'm kind of a bit sad now that it's over because i've been watching all these films over the last few weeks and then at the festival i was able to watch a few more um that i just think you know so lucky to have all these amazing movies but we should be back again next year hopefully with a new format and a new kind of selection so we'll see what 2022 brings but that's the end of this uh podcast on the uk film review festival We've uh, gone through the best comedy films. We've gone through the best short films. And it's been a lot of fun. I want to say thank you to my guest, Jason. Thank you, Jason. My pleasure. Thank you. And um, I've been Chris Olsen. And we will see you again next time. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.